You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Reaching a city can change the world. How can that come about? Learn more in our mission series, Uncharted, in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. We will start a two-week series about, you know, about Uncharted, meaning, again, we will be talking about missions. Why missions? Now, every year, in include po natin lagi ang missions. We spend at least two weeks or three weeks sometimes para pag-usapan ang mission. Bakit po? Dahil ito ang isa sa mga jewel ng ating movement. Uh, meron pong uh, mga bagay-bagay na inilalagay ang Panginoon sa bawat lokal na gawain. At gaya po dito sa atin, isa ito sa mga inilagay ng Panginoon na pangitain at nais niyang mapangyari sa pamamagitan natin. You know, aside from reaching out the, the, the students, nais din po niya na ang bawat, ang ating movement would be involved in mission work. Si Leo, kagagaling lang po si, asa na si Ed? Wala si Ed. Si Leo at saka dalawang team natin dito sa pangunguna ni Pastor Jonathan at saka ni Pastor Sol, galing po sila pareho sa isa sa uh, Medan at isa po sa Indonesia. Oh, isa sa... Cambodia. Okay, Cambodia. Nag-10 days mission po sila doon. Now, every year, nagpapadala po tayo at least tatlong teams for short-term mission works. And uh, why? Because we believe that it is our duty, our responsibility as a church na humayo po. Hindi lamang dito sa Pilipinas, kundi humayo din tayo sa, sa ibang lugar upang ibahagi ang mabuting balita. Now, kaya pong ating uh, hangarin sa dalawang linggong ito, maunawaan natin ang kahalagahan, yung strategic value kung bakit syudad ang ating inaabot. Bakit nga ba syudad? Bakit hindi tayo doon sa mga sulok-sulok? Bakit lagi tayo nandun sa gitna ng syudad? Dahil, number one, tinatabihan natin or gusto natin malapit tayo sa mga eskwelahan. Okay, whether high school or, or, or universities or colleges, you know, we wanted to, to, to start a, move, a, a work kung saan malapit ito sa mga eskwelahan because that is our vision, to reach out the next generation. Kaya meron tayong mga campus missionaries. Doon po sila nagpupunta sa mga iba't ibang lugar para abutin sila. And in turn po ay matulungan din natin yung ating mga leaders na maka-reach out po sa kanilang uh, mga kaibigan and to disciple them for the glory of God. Yun po ang ating, uh, yun po ang ating hangarin. Now, kanina nabasa ninyo ito, reaching a city to change the world. Now, because we believe when we reach the city, in turn, it will spread out as imagine, ngayon po, here in Metro Manila, we always say this, we are just one church in 15 different locations. Next year, 2015, ang Victoria Alabang po will start to reach out probably either the Las Piñas side and the Paranaque side. Okay? So, kung kayo po ay tagarun sa mga lugar na yun, so, humanda na po kayo. You know, baka kayong gawin namin pastor. No, but kidding aside, you know, we wanted to reach the city, yun po ang ating laging strategy. We always go in the heart of the city as much as possible. Bakit? Because as we reach the city, we can change the world. Alright? So may I request all of you to stand up please as we read the book of Acts chapter 14. Acts 14. Starting verse 21. Makibasa po kayo sa akin malakas. Sabay-sabay po tayo. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium, and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church, with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. 
Then they had passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. And from there, they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. 27. And when they arrived, they gathered the church together. They declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they remained no little time with the disciples. Salamat po, Panginoon. Muli kami lumalapit sa inyo. Nananalig, Lord, na sa umagang ito, tutulungan mo kami na makaunawa, na maunawa ng inyong salita. Akin pong hinihingi, Lord, na ito hindi lamang maging bahagi ng aming mga notes at notebook, Lord God, kundi ito ay tumimo sa aming mga puso. Barang na spirito, patuloy namin kinikilala na kailangan ka namin upang maunawaan ito. Giyagisin mo at hipuin ang bawat puso na maging tagapagsagawa at hindi lamang tagapakinig. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Mari na po tayo maupo. Okay. Now, reaching a city to change the world. Yun po lagi natin sinasabi. Sa katunayan, kaya tayo narito. Karamihan sa atin, narito tayo sa lugar na ito. Dahil noong 1984, mayroon pong isang lupon ng mga estudyanteng Amerikano na nagpunta po rito upang ibahagi ang mabuting balita. And they chose Manila, the heart of Manila, which is in the university belt. Doon po nila pinili na magpasimula ng gawain. Now, maraming nag-question bakit doon estudyante... Pero tandaan natin, mga sudyante yan, hindi na mahabang buhay na nag-aaral. Kahit yung iba sa kanila, talagang gustong-gustong mag-aaral habang buhay. You know, pero mas marami pa rin doon ang gumagraduate. And we know that pagka natapos yan, at nabigyan natin ang gandang pundasyon sa buhay nila, this young generation will become the future leaders of this nation. That's why we believe in the young people. That's why we put high premium on them. Kaya nga, yung ating even mga campus missionaries would go to different schools, whether high school, colleges, universities, just to reach out for students. Tinatsyaga nila yan. Pinagtatawanan sila, minsan pinapersecute, okay lang, kasama sa laro yun. Pero they have one goal in mind, and that is to share the gospel, because pagka ang gospel nakarating or natanggap ng puso ng sino mang tao, doon magsisimula ang pagbabago. Imagine niyo to. Ang gospel ang magbabago sa puso ng isang tao at kapag yung isang tao na yan ay nasa isang lugar, obviously maapektuhan ang lugar na yon. What what more kung marami sila? Tama ho ba? Kaya mas lalong dapat nating ibahagi ang salita ng Diyos. Now, kuno alala din po ninyo nung unang panahon nagsimula ang pangangaral ng salita ng Diyos sa pamagitan ng Kristo, nagsimula po siya sa maliit na mga villages sa Palestine. So he just shared the gospel, you know, going from one place to another. Pero the good news, he didn't stop there, because in Acts chapter two, when the church really started, when the church was birthed in Acts two during the Pentecost, nung bumabamba ng spirito, pinunan at pinuspos ang lahat ng mga manan ng palataya, 120 of them in the upper room. That was the birth of the church. And from that time on, there was a great persecution. And from that persecution, nangalat po ang mga ang mga Christian, mga manan ng palataya. Sometimes, you know, ayaw natin na ma-persecute. But many times, may purpose in Lord. Bakit nagkakaroon ng persecution? On that very moment, the purpose of that persecution is not just for them to become strong in their faith, but for them to spread out. Dahil kung walang persecution, malamang ang mabuting balita o ang pangangaral ng salita ng Diyos na natili lamang doon sa Jerusalem. Are you following me? So the church started in Jerusalem, but thank God it spread out. It went to Samaria, to Damascus, even to the uttermost part of the earth. Kaya nga, nandito tayo ngayon. Why? Because again, young students from the States went here, reached out to the students. 
way, way back, 1984. At uh, kung familiar kayo during the time, eh, usong-usong mga rally at demonstrasyon sa recto. Tama ba? Now, magandang story nun, merong rally nung moment na yun, and so, nung didisperse sila ng mga pulis, sa recto to, nung didisperse sila, nagtakbuhan, binukas sila yung pinto dun sa basement ng Tandem Cinema, kung familiar kayo sa recto. Nila, basement ng Tandem Cinema, binuksan at sinabi, dito kayo pumasok para safe kayo, hindi kayo abutan ng pulis. So, nagtakbuhan sila lahat doon. At pagkapasok doon, inilak ang pinto, saka sila nag-preach. Ang tawag doon, captive audience. Hindi sila makalabas. Bakit? Magkakahulihan. Dahil, di ba magandang strategy yun? But anyway, nakakatawang uh, alalahan yung mga bagay na But take note, most of our senior pastors came from those students na natrap doon sa basement. Pastor Ferdy, you know, sina, uh, yung, yung misis niya na sila yung mga nangunguna dati sa maki, baka, wag magbaboy, you know, kasama sila ron. But anyway, again, that's part of history. And so, our movement has been entrusted with a passion to reach out the students in every city. Because we believe, again, if you reach the city, we can change the nation. And if we change the nation, then we can change the world. I'm not saying it will happen overnight. It will take some time. But the good news is that, and my challenge is that, nawapo ang bawat isa sa tayo magkaroon ng bahagi sa ginagawa ng Diyos sa mga huling araw. So, we will be answering simple question like, why reach out the cities? You know, at ano bang ating magiging posibleng uh, bahagi dito? Let me just quote si Wayne A. Mix. He's a historian. At ito ang sabi niya. Within a decade of the crucifixion of Jesus, the village culture of Palestine had been left behind. Naiwan na po. Kung baka hindi naman kinalimutan, pero naiwan na. And the Greece or the Greco-Roman city became the dominant environment of the Christian movement. So, in their observation and study, nakita nila na from Jerusalem, which is the start of the church, it spread out. Kumalat na po ang gawain ng Panginoon. At uh, thank God, kumalat ang gawain ng Panginoon kung kaya't naabot po ang iba't ibang mga syudad. Now, let me just give you a quick look kung ano yung first uh, missionary journey ni Pablo. Now, hindi naman po kaila sa inyo, si Pablo ay kinatagpo ng Panginoon on his road to Damascus. Tama po ba? Ang Damascus ay nandun sa may uh, kasunod ng Jerusalem. At nung siya po ay uh, nakatag- kinatagpo ng Panginoon, his life was totally changed. He was never the same again. And which is also true in our times. Hindi ho nagbabago yun. If a person has truly encountered Jesus, the life of that person will never be the same again. Kaya nga kayo ganun eh. Nagbago kayo eh. Hindi ba? Hindi ba? Hindi. You know, laging ganun yun. And so when he realized, yung ginawa ni Jesus para sa kanya, and he was appointed to preach the gospel, he immediately said yes to God. And from Damascus, he went to Tarsus, the Nabulag, siya, remember? Temporary blind. And then si Ananias, some of the early disciples, went to him, prayed over him, nakakita siya muli. And after that, from Tarsus, sinundu siya ni Barnabas. Si Barnabas po is a great exhorter. You know, bombastic to si, si Barnabas. And so Barnabas brought si, um, uh, si Paul pabalik sa Antioch. Okay? And it, kung babalikan niyo Acts chapter 13, it was in Antioch, where they were praying and fasting, and then the Bible said, the Holy Spirit told them, you separate Paul and Barnabas for me for the work that I have intended for them. So from there, you know, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, inihiwalay sila, and then they started their mission work. Now, from Antioch, they went to Papos. Now, yung Papos is the capital ng Cyprus, yung nandung island, na malit na island. You know, he went there. By the way, si Barnabas, taga dyan, sa Cyprus. 
Okay? So, kung bakit, I don't know. But that's the first uh, na pinuntahan nilang lugar, yung Papos. And then from Papos, they went to Perga. I think, you know, they, they, they realized they need to Perga. They need to, siguro marami na kain, so they need to Perga. And from Perga, they went straight to... Alam, papalakbang. Di dapat palakbangan yun. They went to Pisidian, Antioch. Now, dalawang Antioch noon. Okay? Isa yung nandun sa may baba, yung Seleucia, at yung Pisidia. Okay? But they went to Antioch, yung nasa taas, and then went to Iconium, and Lystra, and Derby. Now, basahin nyo lang sa, sa Bible nyo kung ano yung mga nangyari. Kasi ang daming magagandang nangyari. Now, this is Paul's, uh, or this was Paul's first missionary journey. Simula lang to. Meron pang iba. Pero ito yung simula. Okay? Simula lang nung, nung journey lang. But anyway, the reason why I gave you this, this uh, insight is so that you would understand na even si Pablo ang lagi niyang inaabot mga syudad. Now, this is what I love about this. You know? And we'll be talking three things about reaching the city. And when we talk about reaching the city, number one is that we need to have a strategy. The mission strategy, the mission cost, and the mission impact. Yun ang makikita natin doon. So number one, mission strategy. It said, when they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch. Now listen, si Pablo, he is a true, he was a true pioneer. He is a great mission, uh, missionary. He's a great church planter. Because everything he did was intentional. It was deliberate. Wala yun yung, hindi uso sa kanya yung bahala na kung ano mangyari. Punta na lang tayo doon. Tignan natin kung ano mangyari. Hindi. Lagi siyang may plano. Okay? At yung nang gusto kong sabihin. Now, and what did they do to plant the church there? Ito strategy niya. First, they, he, they preached the gospel. We all believe that without preaching of the gospel, there will be no church. You don't preach Reader's Digest. Come on. Now, there are some pastors who use Reader's Digest. Not the Bible. As a topic for their preaching. I've heard some. But no, we have to understand the power of the gospel. And sabi ni Pablo mismo in Romans chapter 1, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Why? It is the power of God unto salvation. Every time we preach the gospel, the power of God is in effect. Maring hindi natin nakita, but you have to believe it. Because the Bible says the word of God will never return to him empty. And so he preached the gospel. And listen, he did not just make convert, he made many disciples. Now, same thing with us. We don't just preach the gospel. We make disciples. Kaya nga pagka hinihiwa nyo yung mga taga-victory, ang lumalabas dyan, Honor God, make disciples. Honor God, make disciples. Yun lang. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, ngiti mo, sabi mo, yun ba yung lumalabas sa dugo mo? O puro sebo na yung lumalabas dyan pagka hinihiwa tayo? But again, kidding aside, he was deliberate, he was intentional, he preached the gospel, he made disciples. Meaning, after preaching the gospel, they went back and they helped those new believers, those baby Christians, so to speak. Tinutulungan sila kung paano lumago sa kalamparan ng pala. Mamaya, makikita po natin yun. Now, ang tanong ko'y ganito, bakit syudad? Bakit syudad? Bakit hindi na lang sa mga sulok-sulok? Bakit hindi na lang doon sa mga, you know, yung mga simpleng lugar lang, yung mga tipong walang makakapansin? Bakit syudad? Babalik yung tanong. Sa panahon natin ngayon, di ba, maraming mga tao sa mga gilid-gilid, sa mga uh, small towns and villages, would normally migrate where? 
See this, why? Bakit? 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 Kahit dito sa atin, di ba mga nasa probinsya, nagpupuntahan sa siyudad. Bakit? Because we have many opportunities in the cities. Mas maganda ang, ang possible na trabaho kung meron man. Mas maraming mga, you know, you can be productive in the city. I mean, you can do a lot of things in the cities. Tama ba? They would take the risk. Bebenta ang kalabaw. <laughs> Bebenta ang bahay. Pumunta lang sa siyudad. Bakit? Because alam nila maraming nangyayari sa siyudad. Yun ang isang dahilan kung bakit tayo rin, doon tayo nagpo-focus sa siyudad. Una, maraming tao. Tama ba? Pangalawa, dahil sa siyudad, maraming problema, ang tao mas bukas ang puso pag may problema. Bukas ang puso sa Diyos. Now, bakit, bakit sa siyudad? Maraming dito ang employment. Maraming changes or choices na pwede tayong gawin. Yes, naintindi ako iba sa inyo. Maraming sabihin, eh, Pastor, mahirap dyan sa siyudad. Ako eh, maluloko ang mga tao dyan. Yeah, I agree with you. Maraming mga siyudad, in fact, sa buong mundo, maraming tinatawag na Sin City. Have you heard of that? Now, ano na yung mga Sin City? Bangkok. Macau is one of the Sin Cities. Las Vegas. Sad to say, Manila is part of the Sin City. Are you still here? Now, yes, there are sin cities. Pero ito maganda. Doon masarap magpunta doon sa mga sin cities. Hindi dahil may mga nakabang bikini ron. Kundi bangit. Yeah, it is a sin city. But trust me, when that city has been redeemed because of Christians, when the Christians would share the gospel to the people in that city, it may be a sin city, but once it is redeemed by God, it can be a platform for His kingdom. Amen. Hindi tayo takot pumunta doon. Bakit? Kasi dun, yun ang gusto nating abutin. Yung mga wala kay Kristo. 1984, I got born again. Yeah, okay. Ilan sa inyo galing sa ibang church? Tasang kamay. Ano sa Now, tignan nyo. Tignan nyo yung mga nakataas ng kamay. Si, si, si. Okay, magalala. Hindi kayo, hindi kayo blacklisted. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Baba ang kamay. Ilan sa inyo originally dito ka nagsimula sa victory? Oh, tignan nyo ulit. Tignan nyo. Okay, yung iba sa inyo, baba ang kamay. Iba sa inyo, ilan sa inyo rito, hindi alam kung saan kayo nagsimula. Hindi kayo nagtataas ng kamay eh. Hindi ko alam kung ano, ano ba kayo. Basta lang. 1984, I came from another church, but trust me, every time I attend, Maranatha pa noon, way back, tandem, basement. This is what Pastor, Pastor Steve, word for word, would always say every weekend. Pag-akit niya, sasabihin niya, um... If you are here uh, for the first time and you came from another church, thank you for visiting us. But we want you to go back to your churches. Hindi ko suplado naman ang markanon to. Pasalamat ka nga, dumadami ang mga atin sa'yo. Oh, kasi ganun ang, ganun ang mentalidad ng mga... Ng, 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 ako, ako lang, ako lang to, ako lang. Ganito ang mentalidad ko. Ha? Ang, ang mentalidad ko is that, you know, pasalamat ka kahit kami galing sa ibang church, lumipat kami sa'yo, pamparami kami sa inyo. But that was not their thinking. That, that was not their mindset. They wanted to reach to the lost. They wanted to fish in the ocean, not in the aquarium. Bakit? Yung mga nasa aquarium, ligtas na yun. Larang problema doon. It was only in the 90s when they accepted the truth of what God had told them that God will use this movement as a place of refuge doon sa mga sugatang kristyano. Kaya nga, Thank God, pinayagan na tayo. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, congratulations. Tinanggap ka rito. Now, ito lang din pamanik ko. 
Kung naniniwala kayo ang victory ngayon ng spiritual family nyo, pasakop naman tayo. Gawin natin kung ano yung pinagagawa dito. Uh, what, what, uh, nothing malicious, pero may nagsabi, Pastor, nako, alam mo, do, do sa church namin, ganito yung ginagawa. Dito dumadala. Pero sa church namin, Pastor, ganito yung ginagawa. Ay, nako, ang ganda. Sabi ko, uy, maganda ho yan. Ba't hindi ko kayo bumalik sa church nyo? Palagay ko matutuwa yung pastor nyo. Support your pastor. Love your pastor. Respect your pastor. I'm a pastor. I know how it feels pag nawawala ang congregation. Are you still here? Now, if we believe we're, we're, this is our spiritual family, let's just go. What is ginagawa rito? Amen. Alright, man. Anyway, mali lang yun. Malit na kutos. <laughs> so that's the strategy. Why see this again? A lot of people are there. Many people are um, even more open. Yeah, again, may mga challenges. Di naman challenges. But we will take those challenges for God's glory. Next, it talks about mission cost. You see, church planting and mission does not come cheap. Alam niyo mga short-term missionaries natin, mga 10 days natin, they raise their funds. We don't give them money. In the first place, wala kami pera bibigay sa kanila. They sacrifice. There is a cost. Sometimes they would file a leave sa office nila just to have a feel of what God has been doing and they wanted to have part of what God is doing in certain places. In fact, that has always been our prayer. Kami mag-asawa. Sabi namin, Lord, you know, allow us to have a part sa history ng ginagawa mo kahit sa ang lugar. And, and thank God, God has granted, you know, the desires of our heart. But mission has a cost. Now, look at this. You know, when they were there from Derbe, okay, by, by the way, in Derbe doon, they went there, hindi dahil may sila sa sabong, huh? Or, or sa karera. Hindi ho. It's also a place. But after they went from, the, uh, from Derbe, the Bible said they, they went back to Iconium, to I, uh, Antioch, and Lystra, and so, yung mga pinuntahan nila. And those were dangerous places. In fact, if you're going to read the story again, doon yung mga bagay na, maraming bagay na, na nangyari na kung sa, malamang, ngayon, sa panahon natin, hindi ka na babalik doon. But anyway, ito sabi rito, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith. Now, how many of you agree that we need to be encouraged on that area? Bakit? Pag may pressure na, minsan tamang ayawa na. ba? Hindi lang maayaw, yung iba nagtatampo pa kay Lord. Sipin mo, kay Lord pa nagtampo. Are you still here? And saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. So reaching the cities of the world does not come cheap. We have to pay the price. And how many of you are willing to pay the price? How many of you are willing to pay the price? Sa isip na lang. Alright. At least, hindi sasama loob ko kung wala nagtas ng kamay. So they taught the, the disciples, they established them. Alam nyo, nung, nung time nila, para din silang may four E's. After engaging, they established the new believers in the word, in the faith, and in the church. And that's the reason why they plant churches there. Because they know that they, can be taken, uh, they will be taken care of by and through the church. Listen, discipleship doesn't come by attending Sunday services. We just attended. But discipleship comes when you have somebody who walks alongside with you, helping you, praying for you, teaching you, establishing you, encouraging you, that is discipleship. And that's what they did. Now, even kay Timothy, ito yung sinabi niya, kuwinento niya lang. Sabi niya, 
You know my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, Iconium, and, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured. Now, ang persecution ni Pablo, hindi, yung, hindi lang mga small type na persecution, man. Sabi niya, yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Now, what had happened? Look at this. Look at this. Let me just check my notes on this. But what had happened? Number one. Number one. Ano yung, ano yung, ano yung cause na binihara nila at that moment? Sa Antioch. Ito yung nangyari. Pisidian, Antioch. Okay? Sabi rito, but the Jews, what? Oh, sorry. But the Jews stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of their district. Yun ang mga persecution nila. Pinalaya sila. Hindi lang doon sa siyudad, doon sa distrito. Are you here? What else? Tingnan nyo ito. Acts 14. And they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city. They stoned Paul. Tinigilan lang siya nung akala nila patay na si Paul. Tinigilan lang. Okay? Now, ganun, ganun kasimple ang persecution ni Paul. Nalalang last week, ano tawag niya ron? Light and momentary affliction. Uh, tawag niya ron, pansamantala at magaang nakapighatian. Eh, eh, Pastor, si Paul yun. Eh, ako, pansamantagal yung mga ano ko eh. Yung mga kapighatian ko. Okay, what had happened also? Acts 14, verse 23. When they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had what? Believe. Because of the persecution, they prayed and fasted. They acknowledged that they need the help of the Holy Spirit. You see, mission work will never be effective kung walang tulong ng Banal na Spirito. Are you still here? That's why we depend heavily on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, in one of our every nation churches, in one radical Muslim nation, ito nangyari. Two of our pastors were arrested, imprisoned, and sentenced to death. In fact, one of the pastors was the next batch after us a School of World Mission. He's a good friend of mine. A very lovely family. Napakabait po netong mag-asawang ito. Tapos meron silang baby nung time na yun. And so he was one of those two pastors that were you know, arrested, imprisoned, and was, they were sentenced to death. The whole Every Nation churches and, and ministry started to pray for them. Everywhere. Sa buong mundo, we prayed for them. Hanggang sa habang tumatagal, you know, grabe kung makikita nyo yung itsura nila. Yung tinanggap nilang pahirap doon at parusa. And sinasabi nila, you know, binibitin sila ng patiwarek, nakataas yung paa, tapos pinapalo ng yantok yung kanilang mga paa. Yung, yung, yung talampakan. Yeah, they were arrested. Why? Because they lead, they, they, they're, they're leading a church. Kaya alam nyo, uh, uh, even I myself, I've been a pastor for more than 16 years at that time. The first time I had my mission work, it changed my mindset about, about ministry. I started to appreciate the freedom that we have here sa Pilipinas. But if you would go to certain places, man, trust me, nakakatakot. So, but anyway, let me just continue with this. Now, eventually, and I do believe we would like to, to really give the glory to God, eventually, they were miraculously released. Bigla silang pinalaya. Walang kabot-abot. Okay, lumaya na kayo. Of course, uh, sa ibang wika yun. Tinagalog ko lang. Bakalain yung mga Pilipino yung pahuli. You know, after months of tremendous sufferings and, and tremendous hardships and torture in the hands of religious police. But you know what? It didn't stop them from leading 
a church. All the more they love the Lord, all the more they appreciate God for willing to suffer for your glory and honor. Now, let me just ask you, how many of you are willing to suffer for Jesus? I'm not talking about padala namin kayo sa Zimbabwe or kung saan man, sa kung saan man, and katulad no. No, sometimes ay mga malilit nating persecution, sufferings, bumibigay na tayo eh. Hindi ba? Are you still here? When we were in Myanmar, 2005, me and my wife, you know, were part of a small, yeah, ko to sa School of World Mission. We went there for a 14-day uh, mission trip. Alam niyo, sa Myanmar, during that time, it was a, a mili- there was a military junta. Okay, ngayon, oh, at least meron na silang presidente doon. Yung uh, si, uh, ang pangalan niyo, babae, si Ao Ang, o oh, sino man, mahirap bigas yung mga pangalan nila. But anyway, we were there, Ito, we were we were oriented ko anong what we can expect there. Now, sa Myanmar, during the time, pag ikaw ay turista nagpunta ka doon, automatically, merong spy na nakasunod sa'yo. Kasi ang isip nila, bakit ka pupunta ron? Ba't ka magtuturista? Wala naman silang tourist spot. True. We have experience. Kada lumalabas kami ng hotel, kahit may pila ng mga taxi doon, laging merong isang taxi lang na pupipick up sa amin. You know, so, ay, alam na namin, ha? Uh, so, every day, ganon, yun, yun, siya, siya pipick up, siya maghahatid. Yun na, siya na nagpipresinta. Sabi, hindi kami naman, okay naman, no? di mabuti, hindi na kami maghahanap. Ayan na palagi. But anyway, alam niyo naman ng Pinoy, mahilig sa chikahan. Gift natin yun eh. Okay? So, chinika namin. Now, kanila, tatlo lang ang, ang major offense para kay Kulong. You speak against the government, you speak against Buddhism, at pag nareklamo ko ng kapitbahay mo dahil maingay ka. Kaya mahirap ang Pinoy doon ha. In fact, there was a party birthday nung ano birthday nung isang local doon, Burmese. We went there. Alin yun pilo? Happy birthday. Do parang uh, anong tag doon? Parang uh, hindi condominium yung yung Anong tawag doon yung yung locos na parang condo na apartment, the building. Tenement, tenement. Ganun. So dikit-dikit. Ano? Eh so gabi, puntahan ng mga Pinoy. <laughs> Taga victory pa. So nagpunta kami noon. <laughs> So, surprise namin yung, yung Berwin. Abby Berwin! Naku, yung nanay, kinabahan. Eh. So, sabi namin, naku, hindi ata tayo welcome dito. Yeah. Yun pala, we discovered yun nga. Pag nareklamo sila, kulong sila. But anyway, eto na maganda. You know, um, nung time na yun, yung, yung, yung taxi driver na yun, chiniga. So, sabi niya, you know, our, our, our government is very bad. Yeah. So, syempre kami, alam na namin, no, you have a good government. Uh, bolero eh. You know, yeah, your nation has a, has a great potential to grow and blah, 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 blah. So, again, to cut the story, we earned their trust, his trust. And so, nung naging kaibigan na namin, we started asking, uh, what's, what's your job aside from driving a taxi? Sabi niya, actually, I'm an agent. Tapos, bila, sabi niya, don't tell anyone. <laughs> And ilan sa'yo naniniwala ang isikreto, hindi na sikreto pag dalawang tao na nakalam. So anyway, uh, the good news is that that man started attending the church there. Now, hindi lang yun. Nagsara yung, yung because we're doing it English class sa, sa Myanmar. And we're doing, trust me, ang service doon, apat na oras. So, at yung apat na oras, ha, walang natutulog. Oh, hindi ka tulog sa ibang churches, ha? Yung mga sa iba? Isa't kalahati lang, nakagano ba, ha? May web pa yun, may web o gumagano. But anyway, you know, uh, kasi English class yun eh. So, uh, I, I still remember the, the, the subject ng time na yun. We're talking about friendship. 
The word for today is friendship. comes from the root word friend. Pero mga example namin, Jonathan and David, lahat mga lang sa Bible. You know? Tapos, you know, lahat ng examples namin, talaga puro Bible. But, tapos sa huli, yung praise and worship, sa kanila, ang tingin nila doon, celebration lang. But, uh, you know, we're doing, but anyway, eto yun. Merong mga monk, alam yung mga monk, yung nagsishave, naka-orange. Okay, mga babae, shave din siya, pero naka-pink. So they, they came to know the Lord. They attend the class. They came to know the Lord. Tapos they wanted to leave the monastery. And we challenged them, don't leave the monastery. Start to make small groups inside. <laughs> no, puro monk to. That's picture-picture. Yung puro monk ko. Hawak yung one-to-one booklet natin. Ito <laughs> uh, nga nakakatuwa. Buti pa yung mga monk may one-to-one booklet. Eh yun, hindi pa taga every nation yun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm, talaga. Hmm, sabi ko, ay bakit sila may one-to-one may, may one booklet? Mga mong sila. Kasi ito sa ibang church, wala silang ganun eh. Kahit member sila doon. But anyway, the next is the mission impact. We're talking about the mission impact. And that is part of the mission impact. Look at this. Sabi, and then, uh, then they passed through the Pisidia and came to Pamplia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. And from there sailed to Antioch where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. Now, para kay Pablo, ang mga siyudad is the breeding ground, good breeding ground for evangelism and church planting. He would always reach out to the cities. It's very natural. It's very strategic. Now, what's a, now, look at this. The mission impact sa, sa Pisidian, Antioch. Ito yung nangyari. Almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of God. Could you imagine if ever the whole of Montelupa would come here to listen? Imagine that. Hindi natin tatanggapin. Bakit? Seating capacity lang tayo. Kaya tayo, nagpapasakob tayo sa batas ng bansa. Yun ang tunay na kristyano. Pagpula ilaw, stop. Oh, parang ganun lang yan. Oh, ano pa nangyari? Verse 49, And the word of the Lord was spreading throughout the whole region. The whole region, that's the impact. Now, tignan nyo sa Iconium. Now, by the way, Iconium hosted one of the early first church council meetings. Okay? Now, ano nangyari? Verse 1, Now at Iconium, uh, they spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. Yun yung impact nila. And then, in verse 13, So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the word of the Lord, who bore witness of the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Now, look at what had happened to Derbe. Ito sa Derbe. They preached the good news in that city and won a large number of what? Not converts, but disciples. They reached the city, located in the major Roman seaport. Now, ito, Manila. Way, way back, during the 90s, the first two provincial churches planted are Dagupan and Tugigaraw. Ilan sa inyo mga taga Dagupan o Tugigaraw dito? Meron ba? May isa rito. Okay, anyway, that's the first two churches that, was, that were planted during that time. Paano nangyari? May mga sudyante who attended doon sa U-Belt. They were trained, they were discipled, they got, they got established from the world, they were equipped. When they went back during the same break, they shared the gospel to their families, their friends. So in short, nagkaroon ng small group. After just a few moments, or not few moments, but a few months, lumaking grupo. And so the Victory Church, you know, sent pastors to turn that small group meeting into a church planting. 
Today, right now, at this very moment, the Gupan and Tugurao are just two of our provincial churches who are so strong and very productive and growing in the grace of the Lord. That is the impact that we have created. Kung walang nag-reach out doon sa mga sudyante noon sa Ubel, wala tayong church sa Dagupan at Tugigaraw. Are you still here? Now, another story. Dubai. Listen nyo, may kamagalang sa Dubai. Kaibigan, o meron tayong ano doon, Every Nation Church. Now, we all know ngayon that Dubai is the melting pot of internationals and, and mixture of cultures. Remember? Ang Dubai ngayon, ganun. Center. And by the way, yan yung pinaka-hub ng Arab world. Ang Dubai. Okay. Now, nung time na yun, tignan nyo yung naging impact doon. Um, armed with a vision to reach out the nations represented in Dubai. Alam nyo sa Dubai, yung church natin, international, iba-iba. Our work there has expanded to way beyond just several Filipinos. Currently, we have 2,000 members with 24 nations represented. Could you imagine that? We have trained a lot of, of Nigerians, a lot of South Africans who were there in Dubai. Trinay natin dito. Now they went back to their nations starting a church. That is the impact that we are creating. Lastly, before I end, Mumbai, India. Anong impact natin doon? Right in the heart of that very city is our EN Mumbai, the Every Nation Mumbai. And from our church there, 22 out of 29 states are represented among our members. 22 out of 29. Now, hindi lang yun. Anong impact natin doon? Now, through their social outreach called Transformer, they ministered to 500 children of prostitutes and HIV AIDS victims. Yun ang ministry natin doon. Yeah? Nire-reach out nila yung mga anak ng prostitutes at saka yung mga may AIDS anak nila. Hindi lang yun. 7,000 students have been trained through Every Nation Leadership Institute to intend colleges in Mumbai. Could you imagine, even yung, yung tinuturo natin dito sa inyo, yung Every Nation Leadership Institute, doon nasa sampung colleges, part tayo ng educational system nila. Now, that's the, the impact that we are creating around the world. Amen. And so just to close this one, Verse 27, And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how He opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And that what has been done dito and still been doing every year, all our missionaries worldwide are gathering here, just giving good reports, sharing the, the sufferings and the hardship that they are going to remember is Afghanistan on. Diba tinapunan sila ng granada do sa van? nung mga terorista yung mga, yung mga missionary natin tinapunan ng granada <laughs> hindi pumutok now il lang yun sa mga himalang maririnig nyo but what I'm saying is this mission work is not a joke I mean we're so convenient here we all have the facilities good facilities equipments we can just in a way have a good good time with the Lord, praising and worshiping, fellowshipping with one another. But we don't have an idea of what is taking place out there. but I just want you to have a glimpse of that. You know what? Kung mapupunan ninyo, ang buong aklat ng Acts revolved primarily on the conversion and the missionary journey of Paul. But let me just change your mindset. 
Because the true main character and the guiding hand behind all these events is none other than but the Holy Spirit. From start to finish, Acts chapter 2, they were baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Along the way, the Holy Spirit helped them. He confirmed the preaching of the word with signs and wonders following. Acts 13, the Holy Spirit separated Paul and Barnabas for the work He had intended for them. Makita natin, the Holy Spirit is always there, actively involved. So with that in mind, I do believe the true mission is both divine and human effort. Divine, why? Because it's God who would give us a strategy. It's God who would bring us there. But human effort, why? Because we have our part to play. It's either we become the direct vessel to preach the gospel, plant churches, or maybe we would be going somewhere and do some prayer walks. I don't know. But my prayer is that all of us would have a part. That we would participate in what God is doing in these last days. Kaya nga, again, it's both divine and human. We have been entrusted with the same mission. We have the same passion since 1984 until now. Hindi nawawala yung passion natin to reach out, make disciples, reach out the cities, plant churches, go mission works. So I will always say, all you need here in Victory is dalawa lang, Bible and a passport. Amen. And trust me, personally, I would like to thank you for all of you who have been supporting our missionaries. For those of you who have monthly sacrificed a portion of your blessing, yung pledge ninyo, monthly binibigay nyo to support our missionaries there. They are so ever grateful with you. And I would like to extend that, that you know, thanks sa inyo. Thank you so much. And for those of you who have always been praying for the nations out there, thank you so much. You are creating also an impact with that. And for, all, for some of you here who have the desire to really become part and, and have, you know, mismo on the field, thank you for having that desire. But I want you to really seek God in that. Really seek God. Because it's not a joke. It doesn't come cheap. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. Don't forget to get your copy of Victory Worship's first live album entitled Radical Love on iTunes and CD format. For more updates, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And download the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.